Uh, it's a good yeah. business decision for the NFL, but they just decided to like really crack down on them. And I think it's like there's some really specific set of rules where you can do a dance, but you can't use the ball. There's some bullshit yeah, you like can't, that. You can't use. So so uh, they got rid of dances after a while. I, <laughs> I don't know why. I actually I do assume and I, I say this without like any irony. I think it's for racist reasons. Yeah. But uh, they got rid of dances and there were like some incredible ones. There was like you said you're a Bengals fan. The, the icky shuffle was great. Icky shuffle, yeah. That became a thing. Um, one of my favorite touchdown celebrations of all time is Joe Horn pulling the the cell phone out of his sock, like an actual cell phone that was actually in a sock, and he's called someone from the end zone <laughs> after scoring a touchdown. Uh, another one. Uh, it's gonna be this? the most broken cell phone of all time. <laughs> it was like a Nokia. It was like a while back. It was a Nokia. It was fine. Um, <laughs> you hit that with a car, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, uh, there was another one. Was this Des Bryant or was that too recently? Where uh, no, it's it Terrell Owens. Where he had a pen yeah. in his uh, in his sock, and after he scored a touchdown, he pulled out the pen, signed the football, and gave it to a fan. That That's an incredible flex. That's amazing, yeah. right? I love all of that. Uh, and then they just got rid of it, uh, and and fans were like, "Well, but we like it when the sport is fun." And they were like, well, "Are you sure?" <laughs> yeah. Makes the game slower, and it's like, "Yeah, for fun stuff." That's the point. <laughs> and it took a while, and then after a bit, the NFL was like, "Okay, well, you get dances." No, not dances, celebrations. We're only under very specific rules. And so that includes not using the ball as a prop, not having any additional props, which, honestly, I get that one. You can't, like, have people running around with, like, paraphernalia in their socks. Like, that could probably just cause injuries. Right. This guy has, like, COVID, scissors like... in his socks. The most dangerous thing. Ever. <laughs> My thing is, I like, cut the football up, and then I make confetti. <laughs> I was going to be one of the characters from Snippet. <laughs> yeah. It's going to if you're in an open carry state, I feel like you should be able to brandish <laughs> yeah. during the game. And Shoot the have a football. Fun with that. Cool. Yeah. Have a tiny James Bond gun in your sock. <laughs> the cricket from Men in Black is like, no, it's it's. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you can't have like you can't have props. You can't use the football as a prop. You can't. Uh, they also added a new one fairly recently, I think, because of Jimmy Graham back when he was good. Um, where you can't use the the field goal posts at any part of the celebration, or you can't touch them, rather, um, okay. because he kept dunking on them because he played basketball at the University of Miami, and yeah. the NFL decided, you're probably a good football player, and it turns out he was really good at it. And mm-hmm. so uh, he was like, well, I'm a basketball... So he like he would dunk all the time on the field goal posts, which in the stadium like doesn't seem all that interesting because it doesn't look like all that difficult, but that's because he's like 6'7". And it turns out, like, if you've stood next to a regulation, like, field goal, it's incredible that he can do that. Uh, but he would get so good at it that he would start hanging off of it, just like if it was an actual rim. And it started bending the field goal. And so they actually had to delay uh, a game in Atlanta uh, until they could fix the field goal post. And what's amazing is that the owner of the Atlanta Falcons, Arthur Blank, owns Home Depot. And so... They actually just had him call his own the company he owns, and he was like, "Yeah, I need you to fix this." Oh, and Home Depot came out and fixed the field goal posts in Atlanta, and then yeah, the NFL could you get like, a a different giant guy to hang on the other side of the field goal? <laughs> this is another point for uh, football's racist because uh, Arthur Blank, the owner of Home Depot, is hella racist. Oh, he's incredibly. Um, but yeah, if you could, in theory, I don't think you can, but if you could, in theory, change the ownership structure, I would actually go even one better, 
uh, than than the Packers model, which I uh, in an ideal version of the Packers model, like the the people who are owners actually do have power, receive the dividends from right. the the profits of the team and all that, which doesn't happen in the current model. Uh, they vote once for board members and stuff like that. They don't really have a bunch of power, and the shares that are that are assigned out um, total in less than uh, and they're non transferable shares total in less than the initial shares for the initial owners, and so they'll never get outvoted anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not a real public ownership model, but they get to be a nonprofit, and it actually accidentally helps uh, the Players Association because because they're a nonprofit, they have to publish all their shit, so everyone knows how profitable they are, and so they get a, a um, an advantage in negotiations and stuff like that. But uh, I would go one better, and I'd move it just towards labor ownership, right? Like truly yeah. democratic ownership by the people who produce the labor um, that would own the team, the facilities, uh, would determine kind of what wages are, uh, would be able to appoint. Like a man, like so, ownership would occur at the league level. I think in this model, where all everybody in the NFLPA owns the league, and then uh, you would have uh, the league, you know, based off of the votes of the players, have a set of people determine kind of who the managers are for each individual team, and those managers will determine um, those salaries. But it, in terms of like paying out the players and stuff like that, but uh, ultimately, one hundred percent of the revenue would go back to the players. So like, that's the ownership model I would want. That sounds like democratic ownership of corporations is like way too radical for Americans to 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 super get into right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's like left of Bernie, right? Who wants to kind of like pseudo nationalize some industries, which like that's cool. Um, but like yeah. democratic ownership of of uh, of capital would be uh, a really incredible way for sports to move forward because. It would allow players to meaningfully address all the issues that they have. It would allow players to hire coaches and have like control over, you know, um, that whole thing without players being able to like commit mutiny against a coach because the the coaches would be held responsible by the the national organization, right? And the national organization has this broad vote, but the players themselves wouldn't have direct, you know control over the coaches, right? Otherwise it gets to, you know, a weird... Uh, the coaches that coach them specifically. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it gets kind of weird. But yeah, I, I think that that's kind of how you do it, and you'd have to set up ways to resolve things. But uh, a strike is the only way that players can um, utilize their power in a way that would effectively change the structure of the NFL. And also, it, it the fact that that hasn't there hasn't been a meaningful movement in the NFL, despite that being the scarcest labor pool in the fucking world... Um, I think kind of proves that it's not a fair market that that labor operates in because if if the most like highly sought after talented and rare um, skill or a high skill ceiling people can't earn at fifty percent of the revenue of the industry they're in, like it tells you the deck is stacked for capital and for owners, mm-hmm. right? So right. Uh, they go on strike. The owners have replacement players. We've seen replacement players before. They suck. People don't want to watch them. Like like ratings just go down. It's not good football. Uh, and yet, you know, because they get to, because capital has billions of dollars to live off of and they don't have to use the NFL to make money, and the players do, they they never have a ton of power. So that, right. those are a bunch of scattered thoughts and all that. In so, regards 